Hi there, welcome back. We are on our third part of our three-part um, episode arc talking about uh, market research overall and um, helping to come up with the criteria and the pieces that define um, your brand that you will be offering on your venue, um, how to, to um, package your venue, maybe even to use this information to help you figure out what kinds of properties you should search for if you're in that phase of your venue business. Um, based on what you've discovered from your competitor research, which was part one of all the people that are actually already operating in the area that you want to do business in, and then doing a market study um, with people that work with couples or couples themselves to define and find out where the opportunities are for you to be able to offer something the same or better um, or completely different than what the current competitive um, landscape looks like. And so then the third part of this exercise in you know doing the whole thing is actually called target market research. And it's a little bit of research and then it's also a little bit of uh, brainstorming and reflecting and, um, and coming up with your own thoughts and ideas. And so the reason why this part of this is important to not only your whole brand um, and also to, you know, this is probably less relevant to your property search, but it is relevant to your marketing approach that you'll be taking with your venue. And that's because you don't want to be in a position where you're broadcasting just this wide message to a ton of people and don't care about who's actually receiving it. Um, because that's that's inefficient. And not only is it inefficient, but the, the problem is, is that it's like, you know, putting a huge net out in the ocean and catching everything in that net and throwing away 90% of it just to get down to the 5%, you know, that you, that you want um, in terms of, you know, um, couples. And so being efficient with your marketing dollars and also being very crystal clear about what it is, um, the type of clients and the type of services you want to deliver to clients, and then making sure that those people looking for those services are going to find you. And it's easier to do it in this day and age with social media and with digital marketing than it really ever was before. You had um, little opportunity to be able to have really good branding unless you had a lot of money and you could do television ads and radio ads and stuff like that. And so um, this, is a, this is a useful piece of, um, of your marketing strategy uh, planning. And so the, and I talk about this in the book, the, the problem with getting the wrong customer out to your location is they are gonna want something that maybe you don't even wanna deliver or it's not gonna be a part of you. Again, I always go back to John as an example because that's how I got into this business was you know, coming out onto his property and watching you know, the struggle happen here. And one of those things was he had a planner that was helping him out and um, what she wanted to deliver in terms of services um, was different than what he was wanting to deliver or was comfortable with being able to maintain as the property owner. And, um, and part of that was, for example, you know, having it be pristine everywhere. I mean, you know, we live out in the country. There's nothing pristine about country living. And especially with somebody who has a very low-key, laid-back lifestyle like John does, he doesn't want to have to be over, you know, he's not the English gardener. So um, what the first things that I had to do was make sure that we communicated a brand that said, this is what we have, and a message that said, this is what we do so that people that were expecting English gardens knew to not even bother, you know, sending me an email or calling up or coming out for a tour that we had already kind of put that out there. And so the first thing that you want to do is let's talk about who your ideal couple is. And it's not just two people getting married. Um, because you, 
you know, you know, the type of people that um, you like to be around. And, um, and like I said, you know, with John in the, in the wheelie bar, you know, in the dirt bikes, it wasn't that we just wanted people that really like dirt bikes to always come out to the property. What we wanted was that people that when they saw dirt bikes in a room found it cool, like we do and weren't turned off by it because if they were turned off by it, we probably weren't going to enjoy having them around the house on a Saturday afternoon. So, um, that was the metric of being able to do it. And so let's talk about, you know, you, you defined in part two, you know, what your passions and your interests are. Maybe they're beer, maybe they're fishing, maybe they're, you know, uh, rock climbing, whatever it is. Now let's talk about how a couple might actually share some of those same passions. And what is that couple like? Because then what you're going to do is um, you're going to define who that person is, and then you're going to talk about how they, you know, get into their heads and find out how they, you know, come to know about wedding venues and what they're looking for in a wedding venue, if that's what you want to bring to you. And so step one is describe your target market customer and the couple that you're that you're marketing to. Um, think about what kinds of services that they're looking for. Um, are they the DIY couple um, or are they the white glove? Um, do they um, like to have, uh, you know, really laid back atmosphere and, you know, not a lot of supervision and a lot of restrictions? Or do they want to be catered at every turn and um, have everything done perfectly and, um, you know, and all those details in there? And maybe there's somebody that's in between. Maybe it's also the type of um, size of weddings. You know, do you, um, based on your property size, do you only want to um, have small weddings? Or do you have enough, you know, acreage and land air out there that you can actually do really big weddings? And if you can do really big weddings, are you interested in, like, ethnic uh, weddings. Um, East Indian weddings are just fabulous. They're beautiful. They're amazing and they're huge. Um, and so think about, you know, what is it that you're trying to, to bring in? Um, is your personality of your couple what you're really kind of keying in? Like I said, you know, when I have these conversations, in fact, I, you know, just had a conversation today at lunch with a friend and we were talking about weddings and she asked me what I thought about them. And I was like, I, I love the industry. And she's like, oh my gosh, I hate weddings. I could never deal with all the bridezillas. And I told her, I said, you know, the honest truth is, is that I rarely, 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 and I mean this to any of my brides that might be listening, I've never had any of them. Um, maybe a couple have like crossed the line a couple of times, but man, stress just brings out the worst in everybody. But, and I told her, I said, I think it's because what we communicate is that we're easygoing. You know, we're not going to fuss around with a lot of things. And, um, and that also means that we're not going to put up with a lot either, and so we end up attracting to us people that are looking for that, like, you know, let the air out, you know, relax a little bit. Um, I think, you know, having some tattoos helps. Dirt bikes on the wall certainly help. I mean, all those little pieces of our brand actually definitely, you know, communicate that that image forward. And so sit down and think about your your perfect wedding or the ideal couple and, um, and start to jot out what they're looking for, what kind of experience that they'd like to have. And think about maybe your own wedding. Think about what you loved about it, that is if you were married, um, and what was good. Think about other weddings that you've been to and really start to paint the picture of you know your brides and your grooms. Now, after you've done that and you've kind of like figured out what they are and what they like, you gotta get into their head and go, now how are they finding out about wedding venues? Where are they starting their search? If you're going for the um, the you know the DIY you know couple, well, then DIY means they're probably looking for information on Pinterest or Google searching or going to a DIY website, um, a guide, you know, like the Knot or Wedding Wire to look up venues all on their own. They're researching on their own. 
And so if you want that kind of an experience with that type of a couple, then those are resources that you need to think about. If they are white glove, they're not even bothering with it. The, what they're doing is they're looking for the top wedding planners and they're gonna let them worry about the details. So knowing the type of couple that you've got then dictates to you how they're finding out about you, which then dictates how you will end up marketing into whom and what um, manner you'll be marketing. So when you're in the head of your couple, um, think about what kinds of things that they may have problems with and what they may struggle with because what you're gonna do is with your venue is you're going to solve some of their problems for them. Um, that is the, that's the key with, you know, with business here is that you don't just have another, you know, me too, like everybody else. You have something special that's just for them that is addressing, you know, one of their big concerns or their issues. And, you know, for us, for example, um, we found that for couples that want to have more freedom and choice and, you know, a much more open mind meant that they wanted to have their own catering choices. And many venues are actually owned by a catering company or have exclusive relationships with just a handful of catering businesses. And so we found through market analysis and also kind of like thinking about like what kind of people are we, um, discovered that it was a big, huge factor for us to say like we were an open catering, which meant every caterer was welcome here. Um, we also happen to really love dogs. We love animals. And um and found that there were lots of couples out there that again, that very kind of, I don't wanna call them offbeat, but you know, they're, they're not the traditional, you know, hardcore, get married in a church, you know, type of thing. They're looking for that casual experience. A lot of them want their dogs in their wedding. And so we found that that, that was a struggle that they had with not all wedding venues allowed that. Alcohol was another big one. Um, so think about the common opinions, the challenges, and the frustrations that you've heard through your market analysis. Now, remember, this is carryover. You asked this question already to your planner or to some of your couples, so you're not just translating that over to your target customer. And, um, and so this is you've already kind of gone through this exercise. That's why this may sound familiar here. Um, and then what are the pain points, challenges, and desires that you hear people talking about on blogs and social media regarding you know, wedding venues? Is it the pricing of the venues? Is it the access points? Is it the you know, place looks really beautiful, but you've only got three caterers to choose from? You know, what are people commenting on out there that you can actually use um, to help better understand the mindset of your target customer and your target couple? So then after you've painted the picture of who these people are, and, um, and you know who they are, and now you want them to come find you. Um, you're gonna think about what their motivations are. And so when couples are selecting venues, it, it goes in waves. Um, so, and that's why I put in the guide here that keep in mind that how early they book will have a big influence um, as to what their, um, what their issues are or what their motivations are. So when couples book, you know, or get engaged, you know, way ahead and they're planning on having a wedding like 18 to 24 months out, they have a whole different set of criteria um, that are based mostly on the features of the venue and the location. And those are heavy, heavy pieces of their whole thing. That's why they're waiting so long because they want the perfect location. They want it to be at the perfect place, um, whatever their definition of perfect is. Um, a couple that actually gets booked, you know, within six to 12 months, perfect may not be achievable because now it's also date. Um, they have to get married, you know, in the summer of this, you know, upcoming year. And so they're looking for Saturdays and then there's a whole nother wave of where all the Saturdays are booked. So now they're just looking for anything in July, um, you know, and then it's a Friday in June or, you know, whatever. So what their influences are and what uh, gets them to make their choices over venues varies depending on that engagement period. 
And so um, thinking about, you know, your target customer, are they going to be people coming in at the last minute? Are they ideally out there 18 to 24 months? But your target customer could be all of those. They could be some of them booked really well in advance. Some of them just decided to, you know, get married, you know, just, you know, eight months ago and now they're coming around. And so you want to be able to have a strategy that sells to the same couple depending on at what point in time they're being motivated to, to book. Hopefully that makes sense. I know it makes complete sense to me. Again, if anything I talk about in here just isn't quite clear, you know, go to weddingvenuebiz.com, shoot me an email, say, hey, me, I was listening to this thing um, on, you know, customer motivation, and I think you meant this, but did you really mean this? And I'd be happy to answer that. So don't worry about it. Um, part three is customer satisfaction. And so this is if you get a chance, and, uh, you know, this might be carryover from your market analysis, but if you get a chance to talk to, to couples, um, pre-wedding, post-wedding, um, and planners actually have really good insight into this, so don't worry about having to go through this extraordinary exercise to track down a bunch of couples. But if you want to, like you plan on having like a huge venue, 10 venues, and you're just going to go into this industry and just crush it, well then maybe what you do is you do invite some couples that got married and have them come in afterwards and tell them you know, what they thought. Um, I know I've thought about doing it with some of our couples. So, um, but what you want to find out is, um, how did they feel about their experience? You know, what I have seen and what I know in this industry is the things that matter early tend to be not really what matters when the moment comes and the day arrives. And in the wedding industry, we always try to counsel our couples and let them know, yo, hey, as long as you get married, you did what you needed to do. So don't stress about whether or not the dahlias were the right color. Don't worry about if the table runners got wine spilled all over them. And if Uncle Bob was acting like a jerk, it doesn't even matter. You got married and that was the actual point of the whole day. Um, and so you want to talk with um, couples or planners and find out, did the venue that they got married at, did it exceed or meet their expectations? And in what ways? Again, this is the qualitative analysis here. And um, what did couples find to be super important that they needed to know about before and then turned out to be really pretty unimportant the day of or vice versa? Um, I ran into this experience, you know, uh, you know, through the years of being able to do this with um, couples have blinders on when they come into the venue. They see everything, but they don't remember anything. And, um, and they're looking at like the big picture, you know, they're, they're imagining their wedding coming, you know, together in their brain as they're standing in the middle of the barn or out in the ceremony area in the lawn or, you know, whatever it is. And so they're kind of getting in this big picture of it and they overlook things that, you know, you kind of wish that they, you know, had seen. And so I learned this and would find that during tours then knowing that I had heard about it after the fact that gosh, I didn't realize your parking lot was right next to all the tractors. And it's like, well, you know, we are a farm. So um, now on tours, you know, I'd, I'd sit there because the dad would walk up to me and go, oh my gosh, are you guys going to move all the tractors? And we're like, no, we're not moving the tractors. The tractors were there when you guys saw the place. And, you know, they're going to be there now because, you know, we're a farm. So you go back around and you, you know, on tours go, hey, I need to point out those tractors are going to be there and you, you learn as you go. Um, but it is nice to make sure that, you know, you're able to um, key in on, again, those things that how they're going to be satisfied and in what ways that you can help them out with that. So customer, um, target customer research, it's kind of a brief, um, you know, piece of it, but it is still important. It is important to get into the head of the person and define who they are. And it is okay um, to, you know, have that ideal, that ideal type of a client. Um, you know, for example, we've got um, planners that love working with, um, a, you know, older 
couples, meaning maybe it's their second wedding and um, they're looking for, uh, you know, their approach is completely different. Um, we have a lot of people that um, target um, same-sex couples now that it's um, legal and, um, and wanting to be able to provide, you know, a safe and warm and inviting space for them and their families. And so they've got to really, you know, they're hyper-focused on letting them know that that's the business that they're in and those are the people that they want to work with. Um, you know, our, our, our mission is, um, like I tell everybody that, you know, we're about that place where everybody can be themselves, no matter who they are, whether they're, you know, incredibly religious or they want fire dancers and do tequila shots, that everybody is welcome at our place. And so, you know, our customer is not going to ask us to move their tables for them and to pick the cobwebs out of every nook and cranny ahead of time, because that's not what's important to them. What's important to them is to express who they are and to be able to decorate and hang out and, and have that experience. And so, um, getting into that brain and then understanding how to deliver that message will be important. Like I said, this piece of it is less so for your uh, venue hunt, but it is absolutely going to be a vital piece of coming together with an effective marketing strategy and then making sure that you are developing a venue that is going to be successful and that you're going to be happy running it, most importantly. So again, thank you for your time and uh, looking forward to hearing any questions that you guys might have. Again, WeddingVenueBiz.com and I am a me and um, have a great day.